0: boom all right ladies and gentlemen i know you're in business and you're trying to get more clients but in order to do that you got to do this little thing called marketing you got to get your business in front of more people that are interested in what it is that you do you're interested in finding out how to do that this episode's for you let's get this one started here we go shut
1: up and sit down
0: look a business can give you everything you want in life prestige wealth Freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of...
1: BUSINESS Boss.
0: You, a business owner who has a great product or service, but struggles to gain the attention and recognition it deserves? Today, we got a special guest who's here to change that. Joining us is the founder and CEO of Flux. He's a visionary leader who empowers businesses to overcome their challenges and achieve independent success. With a deep-rooted passion for helping ambitious brands expand beyond their limits, his team at Flux are on a mission to transform the way marketing is approached. In this episode, he's going to share unique insights and strategies for getting your business in front of the right audience, making meaningful connections, attracting media attention, and building a powerful brand. So let's get ready to learn and achieve how to get major league success and shake up the universe with our businesses. Let's welcome to the show, Joel (laughs) From. Oh, we can get the party started. Welcome to the show, man.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. A little bit of an orange glow for some reason on my camera, but we'll see how that works out here in a yeah. second. <laughs> no worries, no worries, man. Uh, well let's let's get into this. I, I'm I'm curious. Everybody has a, a story on how they got into marketing. Uh, for me personally, it was I was doing really get, good at starting businesses up. I'd hit a plateau, and then I couldn't figure out what was next, and usually I had to do something with sales processes or marketing, And so I dove deep into this space. How did you get here? What got you here?
1: Uh, A Couple of years ago, I was approached by a group of uh, investors. They've invested in a a piece of technology that was very promising, and um, they asked me to help them take the product to market. And I should take on the role of CEO of the company. Um, only after I joined, I found out that, they're, that they used up all the money for development, and they literally have no budget or plan how to take it to market. And I had to figure out how to go about it without any money. How do you get <laughs> how do you get noticed in such a crowded space? So i was drawn to linkedin among other things that i tried linkedin as a it wasn't um as developed as it is today um but i i started using it and after a while i realized that it's an unbelievable powerful platform in the b2b space it opened up doors for me in all 50 states broke into a industry that is very difficult to break into and all through linkedin and um after a while doing it i was approached by friends and uh, other ceos who i was networking with and they asked me how do you do it can you show us can you help us and um and then came along FluX media and uh, we manage today uh, linkedin um, branding for a lot of uh, a lot of big brands out there
0: isn't amazing? Like you first got to solve the problem for yourself, and then all of a sudden, people are like, "Well, how did you do it? Show me!" And it, and it kind of opens up the flow for a new whole venture. So, when you were first doing it for the company, did you transition from "I did it for this company" to now I'm teaching people how to do it, or is it like the company one and the same?
1: No, uh, I didn't transition. Um, that company was ultimately sold. Um, was It was uh, acquired by another group. And um, after, after everything settled, um, I started this thing. How did
0: you decide to launch it, right? There are so many people who are in the social media marketing space. It's creating content. It's creating a brand. It's doing paid ads. There's so many different verticals that you can go within the marketing space. What differentiates you? How are you defining what it is that you do? so that the customer clearly understands what they're getting?
1: So uh, what we do is only organic um, content strategy, A to Z. We don't do any paid advertisement. We don't, this is a whole different uh, business all by itself. We do the organic content strategy. If you look on LinkedIn, you scroll through your feed, and you see a lot of great content from a lot of great content creators. They share value, and you see them coming up on the platform every day, sharing a lot of uh, insights, um, not only um, promoting their own businesses, but they are really sharing um, valuable tips, and you start feeling hooked to them. That is is what we do.
0: What are some of those, strategies because i feel like there are so many businesses right now that are in that bootstrapping mentality right they don't have a budget to go out and hire a marketing agency a pr agency to do things at five ten thousand dollars a month they're just not there yet but they have that ambition and that drive to start marketing their company so what are some things that they can do to get started on this approach so that when they're ready to move on to maybe a little bit more coaching or to get things uh, worked out so that they're more consistent what are some of those starting things that they can do to become content creators for their brand
1: that's a very good question that is actually uh to be successful on social media specifically on linkedin you don't need to spend money you can do it all by yourself It's really not as complicated as some um, try to make it. Well, all you need to do is you need to understand who are the people that you want to network with. Think about it as you're going to a networking event. You want to go to a networking event to find potential clients. Which event are you going to go to? That's number one which which industry are you in so you want to network with the people that are in the industry that you want to network with who are the players who are the influencers who are the people that influence the decision making process in your niche once you know that it's very easy to search for the key players in those industries let's say if you want to if you're looking for see if you want to network with CEOs of uh of uh, telephone companies because you have a product to sell them. So all you need to do is search for people. It's very easy to do it on LinkedIn. And you start connecting with them and engaging with them. If they put out content, engage with their content. Give them a like. Give them a comment. Try to connect with them. Don't send a connection request and, and right away pitch your product. You wouldn't do that in real life. You wouldn't do that at a networking event. And it's not different in virtual world is the same thing you are connecting with real people you're not connecting with a plastic screen you're you're engaging with real people so remember that all the time we tend to forget it we sit in front of a screen and we think it's just some made up virtual world it's a real world out there Th- think about it as you are going in live to an event there are a few people that you want to network with you want to get recognized by you want to create a relationship with them do that connecting engaging with them and ultimately creating your own content and now creating content it doesn't mean that you go on linkedin is you start shouting about how great your business are how is or how great your product is and your services don't do that no one you don't want to read content like this and no one else wants to read it from you engage put out content in a way that you would have a conversation with someone you just met and you want to create a relationship with what would you tell them you just walk up to someone at the at the trade show and tell them, "Hey, my name is Joel Freund, and I'm selling. I'm the best in social media. You have to try my service, and I'm going to give you a discount if you sign up right now." No one will do that, and no one would buy from someone like that. What you want to do is you want to create a relationship. So, if you look on my LinkedIn uh, page and scroll through the content feed, you'll see that I will speak very little about what I do. Once in a while, I will put out. Uh, tips and tricks and 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 promote but for the most part i would just share information that is relevant to the audience that i'm trying to create a relationship with value
0: bringing value it always comes down to what value can you bring to this particular audience and i like how you put it as a networking event because that's really what it is at the end of the day what is your goal in creating some of this content I know for me, for example, it was how do I talk to more people? How do I talk to more entrepreneurs every day? So the concept of the Business Bros podcast came into effect, and now our show was booked out 10 weeks in advance, and I literally talk to entrepreneurs every day. You're kind of doing the same thing. You're going to a networking event. You're going to go talk to a specific people. What event do you want to talk to, and what is it that those people talk about? that's the secret right it does it sounds so simple and yet there's so many people who are not doing it well um what are some things that let's say they might be lacking things like maybe consistency things like uh branding colors things like little tips and tricks like that that would help kind of enhance their networking experience because it's one thing to show up to a networking event it's another thing to actually communicate and mingle with people um, what's the mingling tactics that we need to use for social media?
1: So, first of all, um, you mentioned that it becomes so complicated. It's not everything in business. Everything in business is ba- is usually simple. All the answers that we, ha- all the questions that we have, and all the difficulties difficulties that we deal with. Everything is simple. We are just overcomplicating things because we want to avoid uncomfortable. So we make it Mm -hmm. complicated. The answers to all those things are very simple. The problem is that we don't want to do it because it's uncomfortable doing it. And therefore, we make simple things complicated. In the social media space, the best way to go about content is to be yourself. And you have to be okay to be vulnerable. People are not interested in your polished picture. People are not interested in the big beautiful office the corporate world there's so much of this garbage out there there's so much fakeness in the media and in the the entertainment industry and and in social media that no one is buying that anymore everyone has the fancy cars everyone has the great promises and the beautiful and everything it's very easy to show up as a professional and, and, and it's just too much the only thing that people crave in today's day and age in business and business and, and the world in general is authenticity. If you show up and you're just being yourself, you share value, just be yourself. You don't need to pretend to be the biggest expert in anything. You don't need to pretend to be who knows what. Just be yourself. If you are in business, you are living through a journey. There's no such thing as being in business without having something interesting to share every single day. There's just no such thing. All you need to do is think about how your day went and you'll have something to share. Something you learned, something that happened in your day. Just share your journey with your audience. This is what people connect to the most. And if you're gonna look at, look around and, and think about all the big brands out there of the last 20, 30 years, I'm not talking about fifty, hundred years ago. Um, does any do you do you know who the CEO of GM Motors is?
0: Not currently, no.
1: I don't either I don't think many people know because the way they build a brand was around the corporation the corporate wall the corporate structure everyone knows GM but very few people know the name of the of the of the of the the founder CEO or anything unless you go and look it up but everyone knows Elon Musk whether you like him or hate him you know his name because he came along with an authentic this is who I am This is what I stand for. Some people like him. Some people hate him. But the brand is the brand. Tesla is a company that spends... What's the marketing budget? It's got to be enormous. They don't have a marketing budget.
0: What? I'm assuming it's because Elon is the brand?
1: Exactly. Because when you can show up, when you have the ability to show up so authentically, and so strong for what you stand for, and you don't care about all the noise. You don't care about the, anyone who disagree with with you. He, he has a lot of people disagree with him, many, many I, times.
0: I saw him on the on a clip the other day, and he was talking about uh, how well they were asking him. You know, when you say things, when you tweet things, don't you worry about the price share going down, the value of your company going down? And he basically he said, "Look, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say, and if it if the result of what I said is we lose a little bit a little bit of money, then so be it." And that's one of those things that what you're talking about the authentic, authenticity comes into play. Say, People are not he doesn't care I, about well, losing the money. He knows the exposure that it's going to get.
1: And it's not about it's not even about the exposure. Authenticity is when you're able to look away from the outcome. You're not looking even looking at the outcome. the 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 way how he got here was by not looking at the outcome he doesn't care about the outcome he's gonna he's authentic if i believe this i'm going to say it and that's it and and let the chips fall with where, where they may that's that this is how he got from 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 paypal to tesla to spacex to everything by just being himself and that's without Without spending a lot of money on marketing, you don't see the big uh, Tesla billboards all over the place. You don't see the the TV commercials or, or radio ads. you don't you just don't see it. That's not how they this is not how people know about them.
0: Well, let me ask you because Elon is uh, an anomaly. Steve Jobs an anomaly. These guys are doing tremendous things in shaping the way the world works. Their minds are incredible. However, a lot of us who are in business maybe don't think that far ahead. Maybe our authenticity isn't as exciting uh, or as, as what we think to be as exciting, right? So how do we kind of push ourselves when maybe our metrics that we're looking online aren't the same? We're not getting as many views or likes or engagements and comments. Uh, what does that say about our content? And maybe what does that say about our process and what we're doing is that I mean, we're just not connecting. We need to change the way we're doing things?
1: Most, uh, pe- most people in business have a vision. That's why they're in business. Otherwise, they wouldn't be. They have a vision. They have something that they want to change, something they want to do. Every single entrepreneur has something. Problem is that they are manipulated by all the noise out there. They keep on being manipulated by the noise and they keep they, they keep on hearing voices like this can't work, this wouldn't work, this doesn't make sense, this is stupid. And that that hinders their ability of being vulnerable because they don't feel comfortable going out there and saying certain things because they always think about how is the audience going to respond? What are people gonna be thinking about me? How I, I have to I have to I have to be careful with my brand, I have to be careful with how people look at my company. And this is this drives all decision making, and therefore the the message is dull. The message is very dry, very corporate. Almost you you can see ninety percent of the content on LinkedIn almost looks like a press release. No one is reading that. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing that that people consume is when it's authentic, it's real, and it's and it's you. And yeah, sometimes you're gonna gonna upset some people because. You, you can't you can't please everyone. If you're going to share what you really believe, there are going to be people who are going to be upset. But it's going to engage the people who have the shared beliefs and the shared core of what you stand for, and that is going to be so engaging that it's far more powerful than any marketing dollars you can spend anywhere. So what are
0: some of those key elements to make us craft a message like that? A message that will resonate, even though it might be a little divisive, might be a little different. I know there's, people have different strategies. Uh, Things like uh, using stats, for example, that tend to pull us out. Things like using um, unpopular opinions. Uh, And then there's, I feel like a fine line between being vulnerable but at the same time poking the bear for example uh how do you kind of balance the two or is there even a balance i, I was watching the arnold uh on netflix he was doing a documentary and he was saying basically it's all bullshit. it's all a, a scam it's like not a scam it's all a, an image that you're portraying of who you are and and what your brand is supposed to be how much of that is is legitimate and when we're creating our brand because i'm not the business bro 99 percent of my day i'm the business bro a portion of that by day and then i'm also a husband and i'm also a father and i'm also you know these other aspects of my life but when i'm thinking about creating or crafting a message how of it how much of it is my business persona my business marketing how much of it is my personal
1: so I'm not. Uh, it's it's almost like um, peeling the onion. There are many many layers of vulnerability. There isn't there isn't a, a, a right or wrong, and everyone is going to be able to go to the place where they can go. The more you get to your core, the more you get connected to your core, the better your message is going to resonate, and the bigger your audience is going to be, and the more engaged your audience is going to be. And of course, um, you have to take it every person. Their own in their own in their own world, in their own business, their own community, their own neighborhood, their own family. Everyone has different dynamics, but that is a proven uh, concept. That the more you you'll, you're able to peel the onion, the more you're able to get to your core and share that. The more core it is, the more it's going to work. Because we are we are people. We are mission driven. It doesn't matter whether we are in business or at home we're the same people we stand for the same things if it's real if it's if it's just a made-up thing in business then yeah then that's a very difficult task so how do you juggle two two different personas but if you're real and you're able to be authentic everywhere you go it's gonna be the same person the same shared core beliefs it's gonna be the same and it should be the same it should be aligned why would you have a different persona in business than than in than personal life you shouldn't um and 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 then the more authentic you can be the more you can connect to your core and share that the more your message is going to resonate
0: all right let's talk about expanding that so let's say we do have that self-awareness we are being vulnerable we are uh sharing and starting to build that message how does collaborating play a, a a role in expanding one's brand maybe it's collaborating with other creators maybe it's collaborating with other brands how can we effectively leverage these collaboration opportunities, especially in a world where there are a ton of content creators out there that we might resonate with?
1: right. So um collaboration is a very powerful tool. You want to have collaborations with people who are who are talking to the same audience as you want to engage. You don't want to you don't want to just go on any podcast um and 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 spend time. That's not. That's not going to be very helpful. And it's also not going to be really helpful to just interact with very popular uh, names. Anyone who has uh, thousands of followers doesn't mean that they can actually help you. Um, for me, for example, I would talk to anyone who is having an audience with real business owners or anyone who is in the B2B marketing space. So any podcast that talks to CMOs or marketing people I want to be in front of that audience because that helps. That helps me. So think about you have to think about collaboration in a strategic way. Don't just you can you can you can end up wasting your time um, in social media like nothing else. There's a lot of time wasters out there. There there are a lot of content creators with no agenda other than enjoying themselves, and they have large followings. They put up they put up all kinds of funny videos and interesting stuff that people like for entertainment. And you're gonna end up spending your day scrolling and scrolling and do nothing and accomplish zero i know personally many people who are financially broke who have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're doing very well on social media and they are not doing well so be careful who you're co- collaborating with everything you do on social media should be with a strategy the people you connect to the people you engage the content you put out and the people you collaborate with
0: that is so true. The number of followers does not mean they are monetizing nor on the flip side. Sometimes you have people with low following count who are absolutely crushing the monetization strategy and it's all so, their intent. So let me ask you, how does how does Fluex uh, approach media attention and help businesses attract the right kind of media coverage and put them in the right kind of network space and create the right kind of content to fit with their brand?
1: So we start with, uh, with doing a, a deep dive discovery. We learn everything we need to know about the business and about the person and the personality and his voice and, and uh, the exact way they would talk, write, express themselves. We take all of the information, we put it into a system where we can create content in their voice. We have a weekly call with the client and where we will uh, prompt them ask them specific questions which is going to pick their brains and give us the information that we want to know about their business and, and about what's going on in their life, their lives according to the strategy to the content that we want to put out for that specific schedule uh, post and we take that the, we take the content we, we write it up we put it out every single day we engage with the audience that they need to be engaging with. We connect to the people that they need to be connected with, and um, we do all the work, all the repetitious work, all the the the, the time consuming work on their social media accounts to make sure that their their audience keeps on growing and their content is the right content and the right audience and and everything else. Uh, we do we do uh, recommendations. Uh, um everything that has to do with organic uh content on linkedin we take care of it
0: and what can a client expect let's say they're like okay look this is this is up my alley i'm not really interested in the paid ad stuff that is not really my gig i want to grow on an organic basis you know what, FluX is something that I'm interested in. If a customer comes over and goes to your website, for example, schedules a meeting with you, what can they expect? What's that process like um, to get started?
1: So the process is: we go through. Um, we start with a discovery. We go to we go to uh, weekly calls, a quarterly strategy. We have quarterly strategy calls that we said every that we review what was done, what were the goals, did we reach them or not? If not, what needs to be changed? If we did reach, what are the goals for the next quarter? And how we, do we keep on pushing all the goals on the account from followers, the number of people that are engaging, and ultimately converted business into in, everything that goes into uh, the LinkedIn strategy. So basically, most of our clients really really log into their accounts unless unless we tell them to so messages com- are coming into the private messaging that's the main goal We want people to uh incoming leads um anything that is uh there's a lot of uh, spam that comes in obviously we will filter that out we will will alert them anything that they need to know any comment or any message that comes in that they need to know that it's not spam and it's potential business, we would alert them and, and, and make them engage, put them into the conversation. So sort of the gatekeepers for them so they don't need to spend the time on social media. So most most of our clients are busy business owners um, or CEOs and they don't they don't have the time to really do all this. so we are kind of their their eyes and ears on social media
0: you are preventing them from falling down the rabbit hole, my friend because I can tell you the moment you start looking at some of these notifications spam or not, you can really suck up a lot of time. Yeah. you guys are helping a lot of these CEOs maintain their time on uh, profit producing activities rather than drowning away in in the social media fantasy land. So I, I love that. Uh, if if you're gonna give some advice to business owners who are looking to take their marketing efforts to that next level, um, what's the last piece of advice? And then, of course, as we head out here, how can people get a hold of you?
1: So the best piece of advice is, don't be afraid to stand for something. And uh, I, this this goes in in every aspect of life, but especially especially in business, people are are so upset obsessed with saying the right thing and not upsetting everyone and being overly politically correct and and it's just it just doesn't work anymore just be yourself and stand for something stand for something make a difference the, 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 the every person has something the, every person in this world has something to contribute to contribute to make the world bold, a better place stand for something and that is not only not only gonna we're not only gonna be in a better walled if everyone does that but it's also gonna do very well for you in business
0: 100 and if people want to reach out to you joe how can they do that
1: best way to reach out to me is through uh j freund at flowxmedia.com or on linkedin joe freund
0: Perfect. Joel, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, look at When it comes down to it, you need to have some sort of marketing strategy in place. You can go paid ads. You can go organic. It's completely up to you, but you have to have a strategy in place. And Joel is literally training people and teaching you guys how to do this on the organic side. Not only training, but literally hands off. You don't have to do very much of anything. They're going to alert you when things that are important need to be notified to you. Otherwise, you can focus your attention on profit producing activities and uh, and know that your social media is taken care of. Joel, thank you very much for coming on this program. Ladies and gentlemen, the website is fluexmedia.com, fluexmedia.com. That's F-L-U-E-X media.com. Thank you very much for coming on the program. One more question for you, Joel. What was it like uh, for you going through our whole funnel process, getting onto the show, uh, creating the content with us today on, on The Business Bros?
1: So um, thank God, I uh, at this point in my business, I have people who are taking care of those stuff for me. So the only thing that I had to do is look at my calendar in the morning and show up to the call. So I can't tell you much about that. But I, I but, the, but I'm going on a lot of podcasts and it's been, it's been, a, I can tell you that it's been a great experience and, um, um, I feel engaged sometimes you go on a podcast and you just don't feel it. I think, I think you're doing, you're doing something great because I really felt the energy.
0: Perfect, man. I appreciate that. Uh, you're episode 1174. I I hope I learned something
1: over a thousand episodes of doing this. Uh, yeah. Uh, ladies, that's it, right? That's wow. it. All right. 11.74, that's a big number.
0: That's a definitely a big number. It's definitely a big wow. number. Consistently making content, talking to entrepreneurs. It's been a, a great ride. I get to learn from amazing people like yourself. So thank you very wow. much for coming on today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys need help, one more time, fluxmedia.com, fluxmedia.com. And if you want to be a guest on the Business Bros, we do have a 10-week waiting list, but you're welcome to come on board. Go to businessbros.biz. Come share your entrepreneurial story with us. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace